Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, y'all know by now, this podcast doubles as a Carlos King fan page. Y'all know I watch all of the Carlos King shows, okay? Both for the love of the marriages, the encore, Bell Collective. I'm about to get into a groan and gospel. Y'all know we watch all of the stuff, okay? I'm joined by a fellow Carlos King Kingdom Reign Entertainment person, okay? Look. I've been following Love and Marriage Huntsville, the page on Instagram for I don't know how long now, but I finally gotten to have a conversation with Lula, the person that runs the account. She is so much more than that page, y'all. Y'all are going to love getting to know her. And then we dive into so much stuff. Her history was reality TV. Uh, you know, you'll be so surprised what her as an immigrant loved about reality TV growing up. It's, it's it's such a good conversation. Plus, we get into this season of Love and Marriage DC, and we talk about all those promo pics and their promo trailer for Love and Marriage Huntsville, the new season that's coming out next month. Let's get into it. But first, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. We love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Oh, hello, everybody. I am back with another episode. And you know what? You know, I just love those own reality TV shows. I just love me some Kingdom Reign Entertainment. I'm just, I, I, I had to get on here and have a little more Love and Marriage DC chat. But you know, of course, some other things. And one of my favorite accounts on Instagram is the Love and Marriage Huntsville account. And I feel like they, listen, I've always like, 
known the account, but then I finally got to kind of know the person behind the account. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see if she'll come on and she'll just <laughs> have a little fun with me. Y'all, I have Lula here with me today. The 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 brilliant mind behind the Love and Marriage Huntsville Instagram account. I'm sure you're other places too, though, aren't you? I say Instagram, but like that's the only place I am. So that's yeah. all I know. <laughs> oh yeah, we met through Instagram. So well, thank you for having mm-hmm. me. It's an honor to be here on your podcast. Yes, we've been interacting yeah. on the Love and Marriage Huntsville page, which I've been running for, I think, five years now. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to be like having this conversation about our favorite shows. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for coming. And I know you, you're a big fan of the uh, the Carlos King stuff. I know you watch all of the, the Kingdom Reign, most of the own shows and stuff yeah. like that. But I kind of want to let's go back a little bit. Where did your like journey with reality TV start? Like I I'm wondering if I always wonder when people like, especially people that uh like run accounts like on social media, I always wonder like I wonder if this is new for them or have they been like watching since childhood or like how did it go? So where does your journey kind of go? So it's a funny story because um so my family and I migrated to the US when I was 13 years old. I was born okay. in Ethiopia, which is in East Africa. Mm-hmm. So English is my third language. Um so when oh, wow. to, yeah. So when we moved to the US, um we went from having back home to having like a village. I have a huge family. Mm-hmm. when we moved to uh to the U.S. my mom had to work like two jobs so we weren't really allowed to go my, when I say we my sister and I weren't really allowed to go outside to play so mm-hmm. a lot of our time we were indoors we were inside watching tv so um partially I learned how to speak English watching reality tv shows oh um, yeah so my favorite my favorite show to this day is Big Brother I used to watch Big Brother all the time <laughs> a person after my own heart I live you know I watch every season I'm like yep. I'm, I'm right there with you okay so Big Brother was like my first intro to reality TV because we didn't have cable then and Big Brother comes on um CBS CBS yeah so we used to, I used to just watch it I didn't particularly understand what was going on but I just mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'm like, are they getting paid to be on the show? And mm-hmm. there's one particular season, season four, when um oh June, is it June? Uh four. Who was on four? Asian it's June, right? I uh, think yeah. is it June? The the host or one of the contestants. No, not Julie, the contestant. Um, not Julie, June. the host. Uh season four. Let's hold on. Okay. <laughs> You know, uh, we love real-time Googling. I love that. Yes. We love the research aspect of it, okay? Went, like, June, yeah, season four. Mm-hmm. So um, I related to her uh, because there was an episode that I was watching, and uh, she was like, my pants don't fit. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have gained weight, too. I was like, what is this? <laughs> so that kind of, like, sucked me in to start watching Big Brother because at that time, like, my body was just transforming because we were home all the time. So I was just, all I was doing was eating. So mm-hmm. I was gaining weight. Um, So Big Brother is, like, my intro to reality tv show and then from there i just got fascinated that the fact that people signed up their life to be on tv right certainly let us in and there is a cultural difference because where i come from we're very strict in how you show up in the world the fact Mm -hmm. that people were literally just telling me their personal business on television i was just like this is fascinating so (laughs) that's how my intro to reality tv started not that see I love that because I'm so used to people saying like, you know, oh, Real Housewives of Atlanta is where I started. Oh, Real World. I've never gotten a Big Brother before and I love Big Brother. So 
I love hearing that. Let me ask you though, since English is your third language, were you ever watching, let's compare it kind of back then to now, but were you ever, or do you ever watch reality TV show where there's like a lot of like shade or slang being thrown around like stuff like that is it ever like lost on you or do you as nowadays is it just kind of like second nature oh back then yes i totally mm-hmm. didn't understand what shade was um again <laughs> like it just i it just i didn't comprehend it i was just watching mm-hmm. the people so i was more so back then i was watching more so like body language um mm-hmm. paying attention to certain words that i was understanding or or learning new words mm-hmm. so but the last maybe 10 years like I caught it I like I was like oh that's shade okay like they're <laughs> the scene. so my evolution of like understanding reality tv also like evolved over time mm-hmm. because like my English also improved right okay so how did the uh the account begin because you got in like early days of the show yep. and you kind of like you know kind of took off because you've got a ton of followers on social media yeah so my intention when I created the page wasn't to be this major platform. Um, uh-huh. The Marriage Hunt School first aired, I believe it was 2018. I was just starting grad school around that time. And um, I used to watch a lot of own reality uh-huh. TV shows because it's about relationships and loves. Um, uh-huh. So when the sh- Love and Marriage Hunt School came on, I was just like, oh, like we have these couples who are like entrepreneurs, but they're young as well. And they're married. Uh-huh. They're a small, small town. They're talking about like, you know, contributing to the change that like Huntsville needed to go through. So it was just mm-hmm. like really intriguing. And none of my friends watched it. So I used mm. to text all my friends like, hey, have you watched this new show? No one was like, everyone was like, no, I haven't heard of it. So I was like, let me just start a Instagram page and maybe I'll find my people so we could talk mm. about some of the things these couples were talking about. Because at that time, Melody and Martel were just going through um, their marital like issues or um, Mar- Marceau didn't really want Tisha to be like a working woman. He wanted her to be in the mm-hmm. house. Kimmy and Maurice were just kind of like getting started in the relationship. I was intrigued in learning the dynamic of relationships and how relationships were told like it should be one way. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing these couples kind of like operating from a different um, level. So I was just intrigued by that. And I started the page just to have a conversation about marriage and relationship because I'm married as well Mm -hmm. and I didn't think nothing of it I was just like oh I'll post an episode here and there that I wanted to dissect and have a conversation with fans so that was that and the first couple of episodes it used to be like 500 of us like I knew each of my followers because we Mm -hmm. were engaging so much and then all of a sudden it just picked up I was like what is this I was like this is (laughs) This isn't really what I thought it would be. So I was like, okay, I'll go along with it. So it wasn't intentional when I started. I didn't want to be like the page for Love and Marriage Huntsville. I just wanted to have a conversation about this show. Wow. And then I look at you now. Now you're taking off the the, the cast, chiming in on stuff and everything. (laughs) That makes me wonder because I know sometimes, because I'm kind of in the same boat, like I will literally just post something funny and then leave and then I come back hours later and I see literally like one of the people on the show and like a a person just randomly coming arguing in the comments I'm like wait what is going on right now do you have a lot of those kind of experiences I'm not (laughs) because I think to understand maybe a little bit about how I'm engaging with the page Mm -hmm. my 
personal goal is I have a coaching consulting firm. So like I'm building um, my, I don't want to be a blogger. I don't want to be like mm-hmm. a personality. Again, the page was started with the intention of wanting to have a conversation about marriage. Right. Um, so when I'm not on the page as much as people think, like I will mm-hmm. post and I'll just like, at this point I have created a space where people literally look for episodes or look for news. Mm-hmm. So I will post and just go about my way. And then I'll come back and we'll have like 500, 600 comments. And you'll see like Marceau and they're arguing with (laughs) (laughs) with some of the um, fans. So I'm just like, oh, I was like, okay, escalate it pretty fast. So Mm -hmm. there is some responsibility that I have for this page. So I started becoming a little bit more intentional on like what I posted. I didn't want to post any gossip that wasn't like confirmed. Um, so if you notice the page only posts, like I either repost with the cast post or I repost episodes. Other than that, I don't post any alleged news, any yep. gossip. I just don't, I didn't want to engage in that stuff because I saw how much of a following pe- the page had. And mm-hmm. I feel like I have a responsibility to really not spread um, false news mm-hmm. or alleged news. So I was just like, I'm going to stick to these two. And the cast has been amazing. They engage with me on a regular base. Um, you'll see Carlos commenting you see the cast commenting going back and forth um yeah it's been like an interesting unintentional journey nice I, I love that for you because I love getting in the comments and seeing what's going on too. <laughs> I'm one, it's funny because I'm the exact same way as you I get on there I post the funny and then I leave because yeah. I'm like I don't want to like you know I'm not trying to put nobody you know air no dirty laundry or do none of that kind of stuff I literally just like the whole reason I started the podcast and the account was just like to make other people laugh and to occasionally talk about it with other people because I'm like yeah. I want to have these conversations I started during the pandemic so I was like ain't nobody oh, to talk okay. to around here I need somebody to talk to so that's how it all came about so I it is. yeah yeah it, mm-hmm. you know what like I mean, I look at reality TV shows, all of them as like, we have a glimpse into these people's lives. We don't know them. Mm-hmm. We get maybe like four or five minute segment into their conversation. So I'm not like fully invested into like, oh, I hate this person. Um, this yeah. person is my it just I just look at it as it's like, first of all, they're brave enough to put their lives out there for all of us to judge it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just like a, an, an escape from my own reality. I watch it. I'm like, oh, wow, that was an interesting episode. Like, and I like to see mm-hmm. and hear and read people's perspective. Um, and that's about it for me. Other than that, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> and I know you've got, like, occasionally you uh, talk to people, uh, like, on the pod. Like, I know, oh, yeah. one, if I'm not mistaken, one of your clips made it onto an episode. Was, was it when you were talking to... Oh, Melody's mom. (laughs) Yeah, Miss Vanessa. So I actually got featured twice on the show. The first time was um, the social media special they had around last year. So yeah, they sent a filming crew to my house. So that was like bizarre. I was like, oh, Oh. yeah. So that was like really, really interesting because I was like, I never. So that was my first time showing my face on Mm -hmm. the page. Until that time, no one really knew who I was. I would just kind of like post clips and and I liked it. Funny story. Prior to them reaching out to me to be on the social media platform, I was a week away from deleting a page altogether. Really? Yeah, because I was just like, I was like, I was in grad school. I was finishing that. Um, mm-hmm. I was like starting my personal business as well. I just didn't really have the time. Yeah. And then, I was like, yeah, I didn't, so 
they reached out to me and I was like, first I said no, because I'm like, I'm deleting the page. And mm-hmm. then my husband and my friends were just like, it's an opportunity, like, just what, like, but would it hurt? So I was like, sure. So that kind of like kept me longer. And here I am again, obviously, but that was like a pretty cool experience. And then the second time is when you saw with um, Miss Vanessa, when I interviewed Miss Vanessa. Yeah, see, I, I love that. I feel like that was almost like, that has some like divine intervention saying yeah. like, wait a minute now, not yet, not yet. <laughs> Stick with it a little longer. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's, I, we've gotten, obviously, you know, I brought you here to kind of chit chat about Love and Marriage DC because that's our, our Carlos King show that's yeah. in air right now. But I kind of want to ask you because we just like, out of the blue, got a new like promo pick for Love and Marriage Huntsville. We got a new little track, like little teaser trailer that's been playing during the episodes and all like that. What are you kind of twofold question? Thoughts on you know what we've seen so far, the little glimpse that we've gotten so far of the upcoming season. Uh, thoughts on that, and what are your kind of hopes for this upcoming season? So it was so exciting to see the promo for Love and Marriage Huntsville. I don't know which season they're on. Is it season six? It's hard to tell because they do like the half season. <laughs> so sure. like maybe six. Yeah. <laughs> say, that's don't quote me on it. I'm not sure which season they're on. But <laughs> it was just really beautiful to see the evolution of the cast. Um, mm-hmm. Just like the rebrand, like the what they were wearing, the mm-hmm. promo. They look great. They looked amazing. They just look beautiful as a cast mm-hmm. and then the colors that they were wearing it was it gave me like miami spring vibe yes. it was just very like exciting um very so I, easter very easter yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was really exciting to see um I, i'm not sure like seeing the ladies take pictures together like it kind of like it, i'm not sure if you paid attention to that too mm-hmm. that was really nice i was like oh what do we have yes coming back and then i believe stormy is back her husband i think is also coming back uh we have tiffany uh and lewis and then the rest mm-hmm. of the cast so just really excited to have them back because huntsville is just fun they're a whole bunch of fun casts to watch um yes. what i hope to see this season i think the fans including myself we were really excited just the business aspect of what they were doing mm-hmm. I don't think, at least for me, I haven't seen that many like developers, Black, African-American developers uh, being uh-huh. highlighted in the way like the Scots are building, even like the what Melody is doing. Um, I just haven't really seen that. And, you know, real estate is such a hot topic right now with uh-huh. gentrification taking over like our neighborhoods. It's just empowering to see Black people taking over like real estate and the knowledge that they have so I hope we get to see more of that last season we saw Kimmy and um Maurice starting their own uh firm I forgot the first uh I can't I don't remember but they started a business together uh working with um it's not a closing firm but who is it, who'd you say uh Maurice and uh and uh Kimmy they started a business toward the end of last season that was oh, that's right I, I don't remember, but it's about real estate. Him you, mm-hmm. using his law degree and her being a real estate agent as well, coming together to, I think, it's, I don't think it's a closing firm. But anyway, so I just want to see more of that. I want to see um, healing between Kiki and Tisha because, like, the they seemed like they were really close at one point and mm-hmm. how that season was. I want to see how Melody is moving forward. Um, if she's dating, she did post that one. Mm. Um, picture with like a man's hand like over her so I was like "Ooh, yes. 
So I just kind of want to see the dynamic shift a little bit um, Mm -hmm. and just learn about where they're going as couples and also as a cast. I agree. It feels, you know, like early seasons were very like heavily business based and we have kind of gotten away from that. So I do hope we move back to that because I think it's important to see on TV because we don't get to see like many black people in that space. So, yeah, I feel like that is important. For sure. Um, but I mean, the drama is the reality too. I mean, like we all yeah. have life. So I think the balance of both. So mm-hmm. that absolutely. Uh, I'm excited to see whatever, however many appearances Sheree makes on the show. <laughs> you know, it's going to be between Atlanta and Huntsville. Cause I think Martel is going to mm-hmm. be on Atlanta as well. I think. Yep. Uh, and Carlos, he had a podcast recently with DJ Richie Sky, and he, yes. he teased that Sheree will be um, making an mm-hmm. appearance. So I'm really excited to, to see that. Me too. And I'm excited, like, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think the last season of Atlanta premiered in May of last year. So I'm kind of <laughs> hoping that they run together this year and, like, are playing at the same time and we might get some, you know, oh. a little cross-sectional stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm putting it all, I'm kind of, you know, wishful thinking right now, but I'm hoping that kind of comes to fruition. Yeah, because, I mean, Huntsville comes back April, April 8th, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe Atlanta will come back in May. Maybe. Let's fingers crossed. <laughs> I know. That would, that would be amazing to see, like, both of them running at the same time. Yes, um last question about Huntsville just kind of randomly I didn't see Destiny in any of the promos and I love me some Destiny do you think she's not uh I don't know um I don't know because there were like a couple of clips uh when I guess they were filming uh fans that were attending different events like they Mm -hmm. posted like oh I'm at the filming of this event and she was there, so I was like, maybe, maybe mm. she'll be there. I, okay. I, I guess we'll find out in, I don't know. Because I was like, oh, maybe she is there. Maybe. Right. She, honestly, I don't know. Don't get me lying. I hope I, I, know. <laughs> I know. I would. I was going to. I've had her on the podcast before and I was going to reach out and say, I, you know, I was going to be nosy, but then I was like, you know what? Let me not do that. I don't, I'm too nosy for my own good. Let me just step back and I'll wait for the So right. she has confirmed or um, denied. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking she will be on it. So I'll be surprised. Either yeah. Way. Yeah. There we go. I'm um, so, since Stormy was in the, you know, kind of the teaser, I'm wondering if they got bumped up a little bit. Cause I would, I would assume that something like that would happen because in reality shows like this, like Melody is such a strong force on the show, but she's kind of at odds with most of the women on the show. So I would assume that like the natural thing to do would be like to give her, you know, bring on one of her friends to kind of mm, balance it out. it out. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Stormy got bumped up for this season. Maybe. Time will tell. That may, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm honestly... I, I haven't been reading anything because I want no spoilers. Um, Same. I just kind of want to be, ex- I'm excited for them to come back and I want to see mm-hmm. how the dynamic has been shifted. Um, yeah, Mel with Tisha's relationship, which I think she always mm-hmm. been with um, Kimmy. So we'll see yep. how their relationship goes as well. And then she was cool with Stormy as well. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that. I'm excited. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll all be there surprised. Whatever that would right. be. Right. <laughs> I'm the same way though. I don't like too many spoilers before my seasons either. I'm like, no, just, just give it to me. Yeah. I'm okay without that. (laughs) Um, before we kind of get into DC, 
do you watch i know you uh you watch a lot of carlos king stuff do you watch like bell collective and the encore and like all that kind of stuff too i didn't watch encore um bell Ooh, you gotta watch it i know <laughs> i like i have some favorites kind of saved because i'm on a bench like when mm-hmm. i watch it so i did see some of the clips on um social media and i always cracked up so yes that's one of the things that i have saved to kind of sit down and bench on bell collective is my fave i love bell collective mine too i love them <laughs> yeah I, they are coming back because carlos confirmed it on um mm-hmm. when i think when dc uh huntsville and bell collective all got renewed so really excited to see how he said this season is good yeah. too so i'm excited so, <laughs> I think pretty much at a cliffhanger last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see where Leticia and her husband are. Um, yes. Like if things worked out or not. Um, mm-hmm. I hope they did. Like mm-hmm. this is the thing about what I love about Carlos King's like just shows and his mm-hmm. cast. They really focus on real stories and like relationships, uh, marriages, mm-hmm. whether it's like you're dating or you're married, but it's just overall telling stories of like black stories, which are important to be amplified. And mm-hmm. some people don't like seeing like the drama aspect of it, but I always say like it's human nature, like everything we're seeing, maybe mm-hmm. because it's on TV, it's like amplified in a way that it can feel uncomfortable to see some of the conflicts that occurred, but mm-hmm. he centers black stories and I'm a fave of that. Absolutely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I remember going to an event years ago that I had been dreading all day. I was in desperate need of some self-care on the edge of burnout. But instead, because all of my friends and colleagues were going to be there, I forced myself to go even though I was not in the mood for this. What I realized was that what I needed was time to myself to recharge. But instead, I forced my wet blanket energy on others for an entire evening from then on whenever i feel like i need to take time away just to recharge and refocus i do that getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process especially because we're always growing and changing when i was prioritizing others happiness over my own like going out because others wanted me to i was hindering myself from growing because i did everything based on the feelings of other people 
now, because of my own personal growth that I've experienced, I know what my mental and physical require. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I'd kind of be lying if I said that I was able to make the connection between my own mental well-being and taking time away from others to recenter myself was solely my thoughts alone. Honestly, Therapy has always been a friend of mine and has given me the tools that I've needed to become a better me. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash comics today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash comics. Uh, let's kind of get into DC because I've been I've been loving this season. And last, this almost feels entirely yeah. like a new show compared to last season. How do you feel about kind of the absence of Chris and Monique? Because it, it does, I feel like this season is like fantastic, but I'm wondering for people that, you know, when Monique was kind of a draw for them to watch, yeah. how they feel watching this season. Where do you kind of fall in there? So I think Monique, season one was, Monique was like the glue of the group. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Ashley and Arena knew each other or that they meet through Monique. But like Monique was like hmm. the focal point of the friend group. Right. It just... It was exciting. It made sense why season one was the way it was. Um, and when Monique made the decision, I think to walk away uh, for whatever, for whether it's to save her marriage, to just kind of like, I think she said something about like reality TV is just not her thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I understood that too, because I can't imagine because mm-hmm. we saw season one where her and Chris were going through. So she got to do what you got to do to protect her marriage and to just protect her mental health in general. I do believe mm-hmm. that season two feels a lot more organic. Because there's yes. like a cross, um, just the relationships are like they all know each other, so mm-hmm. it's a lot more organic. Um, and then we're picking up with like Winter, kind of making up with like Arena and Ashley, how season one ended. Um, and then we have Sherelle, who's new now, who's like connected to Winter and Ashley, but she's mm-hmm. Arena. And then we great have great addition really, too, really great addition. Um, and then we have Joy, who is like connected to. Uh, Jamie Raina, and yeah mm-hmm. but like she's building relationships with Ashley and maybe Winter I don't think I've seen them film together as much Winter and Joy right I don't think so no because maybe it's because her and Shirella and uh Winter oh, and Shirella are so right close right. yeah so like it just feels a lot more organic um mm-hmm. this season and then the stories are like heavy and not in a bad way but like we're tackling yeah. some like heavy issues that we uh-huh. continuously read about in a regular basis or or occur in our family as well so speaking of kind of heavy storyline we've been seeing kind of a recurring theme this season of jamie senior having maybe you know maybe one too many drinks at the events and stuff and then kind of you know saying some things that obviously the next day he's gonna regret yeah. how how do we kind of one? I want to you know talk about obviously his relationship with Jamie Jr. because that's been a big thing this season too. Like it's almost it's almost come to blows, but then we've gotten to 
I think one of the most positive things that's come out of the season is we've gotten to see black men in therapy, especially black father, black son in therapy. And that was one of the best because sometimes reality TV, I'm not sure where they find the therapist at, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh, this, this, this ain't it. But he, that was like one of the best therapists I've ever seen he on TV. Really was good. He was he, good. Yeah, he was amazing. One thing about... Carlos and his team they sure know how to get the good therapist yes <laughs> they need to make like a resource list of black therapists and share it with yes. all of us because mm-hmm. Dr. Francis was incredible um yes. I've got the therapist name at uh for Love and Mary's DC but it was just so powerful to see accountability right mm-hmm. um, a lot of times like the kids don't feel safe going to therapy because they feel like their parents are always right in a household. So they don't think they're going to be held accountable. So the therapist on Love and Marriage DC, I wish I could remember his name, but he held Jamie accountable. Jamie mm-hmm. like held him accountable and they were able to unpack and understand the root of their issue. And for Jamie to even understand the root of like how he parents, how he grew up, um, his, him being like a retired police officer and having to put like a tough, a persona and how that even translated to coming home and raising uh Jamie Jr. as well. So that stuff is mm-hmm. things that takes a long time to unpack and mm-hmm. so I love DC because they're tackling issues that I think all of us have experienced with our parents. It might not be to the extent of what we're seeing with Jamie with Jamie Sr. and Jamie Jr. But like we all have issues of un- being understood with our parents because of the different generational gap that we have. Absolutely. And my favorite thing about that particular scene, I love the fact that because I was a little nervous about how the scene was going to end. But when they revealed that, you know, Jamie Jr. had like kind of uh, said that he had thoughts about, you know, ending his life and stuff like that. I was glad that the therapist removed Jamie Sr. from the equation and just took some time to speak to him. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, this is the kind of therapy sessions we need to be seeing on TV. Because that like I felt 100% 100% better as a viewer watching yeah. that because coming from that intervention that they had with the family I was like whoo this is some this is some heavy stuff I can't take grandma crying don't show me grandma crying I know like, oh. that made me really sad Brittany did an amazing job creating that intervention mm-hmm. I just it's heavy stuff man like yeah. I de- definitely appreciated the therapist making space for uh Jamie Jr. to be heard and mm-hmm. um, understood about what he was experiencing because a lot of time with mental health crisis like you just never know what someone is going through and words a lot of times feel like you can dismiss them but how many times have we seen like oh check on your strong friend or how many times have we heard that like mm-hmm. you never know what you are going through be kind so like if he's telling us that like he is experiencing these thoughts. We have to believe it. Mm-hmm. We exactly. It's it. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. So that was, yeah, that was a very powerful scene. So good. I, uh, what have you been thinking? I, I want to ask you a question that, uh, not messy, but it's, <laughs> I want to ask you a question that, uh, me and my friends, I have some, uh, friends over at the Bravo, we're black podcast. Oh, okay. about Bravo and, you know, all those kinds of, uh, types of TV. We were talking, we had a discussion and we were saying like, who is uh, like, not the the main girl, but like, who who do you think oh. is kind of at the center of Love and Marriage DC? Because, you know, a lot of reality TV shows, you know, like Atlanta Housewives for so long, it was Nene kind of mm-hmm. in the forefront that was the star of the show, quote unquote. You know, Potomac, people argue it's Giselle or it's Karen, you know, certain things like that. So like, who do you kind of see as the the forefront of DC? See, 
season two, it's just so hard because they're so they they have strong personality. All yes. of them, like they can hold their own. So uh, it's between honestly, like Ashley, Arena, and Winter. Like I mm-hmm. can't because they all play their role so well, mm-hmm. and they can hold their own. I I don't know. Like I don't watch these scenes. They're like, oh, that person like is the standout. Mm-hmm. They all do it in their own way. So honestly. I can't. I can't pick one. It's definitely <laughs> the three for sure. The three. Um, yes. Who would you say is yours? See, I said, I said to them, I was like, okay, I feel like Ashley is kind of the main on the show, <laughs> but then I was like, this season though feels like Arena's breakout season because like I don't know what it is, but I'm kind of like Arena's doing it for me this season. Arena I'm like, and okay. her Bob are showing yes. up <laughs> and wrecking things, and like yes. they're just so strong, like they they own the scenes so mm-hmm. i'm just like i can't be like oh the scene was boring like they really own each of their scenes that yeah but i, can I see love it actually too yeah yes i that bob man that whole that <laughs> that uh what was it the street naming and a rain over there dancing with her bob and shirella comes to confront her that that scene was just just chef's kiss all about it I, was good. I laughed. <laughs> like i literally laughed through the whole scene I, it was just so comical of like how like quick is being honored for this like inspirational thing and Mm -hmm. rightfully so she wants to defend her husband he's like what do you mean you call my husband shady and then you have arena like you mentioned she had her sneakers on her bob was Mm -hmm. and she's just like having a good old time and joy is just on the side it was just like organized chaos but Mm -hmm. it was almost like it just it made me laugh because they're funny i'll say this though the cast is hilarious yes they're yes. hilarious and i just like each scene i'm just like cracking up the scene with um ashy and uh winter when they met up at the restaurant mm-hmm. they they're like trying to create like an understanding and when the camera zoomed away like they were arguing and it was just so funny and i'm just like yeah he's it's so happy. good yeah i speaking of that that situation who did you kind of if you had to you know, place blame somewhere. Where did you kind of place the blame? Like, did you see, uh, was Shirella overreact? I, now I call her Shirella because of Ashley. Oh, Shirella, <laughs> do, uh, do you think Shirella was overreacting in the situation? Do you think that Arena maybe shouldn't have used that choice of words? Or do you think <laughs> Joy was being messy maybe for carrying that back to Shirella? Because it kind of seemed like Joy was like, okay, let me get this off of me and put this over here. Like, put it over on Arena. <laughs> So looking at it from like I guess from an outside perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like so that definitely wasn't the time or place. Mm-hmm. That just wasn't. Um, Sherelle wasn't right. I'm wrong in how she felt. Like she right. like someone calling your partner shady. You're just like, what do you mean? Like that's mm-hmm. not true. Overall, that wasn't the right time or place. Does Sherelle have the right to address Arena for saying the shady word? Absolutely. Like if someone mm-hmm. called you someone a uh, person you love shady, it's like with the evidence there like why would you call him shady so right. no Sherella wasn't right to use that space to confront uh um arena but I also agree with joy not speaking up because I think that would have added fuel to the fire if mm-hmm. she said something so I appreciated her I appreciated her kind of like not contributing to that conversation because it was heated I don't yeah. think there was anything she could have said that would have made it calmer because they mm-hmm. were like on on 100 already so they all had their own thoughts they definitely (laughs) owed quick an apology um 
and that was not the time or place to have that heated conversation but emotions were high very like, true right like Sherelle had the right to feel the way she did mm-hmm. and also Irina had the right to <laughs> it, just, it was just made me laugh when she defined what shady was yes <laughs> That was just a good thing. We we've seen some fights probably in at, at this point of watching reality for as long as we have. I think we've seen them in almost every location. I don't know if I've seen an argument at a street dedication before like that. With the mayor, with the mayor being with there. With the mayor. With, with the grandparents being there. It was just yes. I thought it was so funny. Like if you like remove the argument, you just see the space that they were in. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, speaking of Sherelle, though, her and Joy, I don't know if they'll ever be on the same page or what's happening there. You know, we can hope, but where do you kind of, I don't know, where do you even like see them going this season? Because oh. it seems like this is some, you know, it's different when it's like stuff that starts off of the show and then comes on to the show to play out. So where do you kind of see this relationship going? Because I'm not sure where they'll get to. So I get a bit confused because when Sherelle and um, Joy met, Mm -hmm. it was like an understanding almost. It was like, this is how I feel about your husband. Let's agree to disagree. Um, Mm -hmm. Joy was just like, I knew him before and I had like history with him. And Sharella has like here you got me calling her Sharella as well. <laughs> Sharella also has a right because that's her man. She wants to stick mm-hmm. him, you know. So it just I don't know how they're going to move forward. I feel like there needs to be a conversation. Hopefully, we get to see a conversation between Black and Joy. Yes, because the root of the issue is their history, mm-hmm. and Black seems like he's not really agreeing with what joy is saying and, and like joy is saying like this is my truth and i'm gonna stick stick with it and then black is like that's not really what happened so i think for in order for them to move forward if they choose to move forward a conversation needs to happen between joy and black and then also mm-hmm. all of the couple like uh, clifton and joy and black and sherelle just to have an understanding if not how i i don't see them moving forward right and it's at this point, you know, they kind of remind me of that saying where, you know, there's always three sides to every story. And mm-hmm. it seems like that we're missing something in there. I don't know what it is, but it seems like both of them like have such stark recollections, like recollections of what happened in the past that there's got to be some. I almost wish like one of the band members would come and say like, no, OK, both of y'all are wrong. Here's what happened oh, back in the day. Like, that would be good. Be- yes we haven't haven't seen them talk so right now Mm -hmm. all of our what we hit what we know of what happened so far has been joy telling arena of what happened and joy Mm -hmm. talking about it maybe with ashley i don't recall but me but we haven't seen and then like arena saying something to uh sherelle and then it's been like a telephone right happening so it hasn't really been a conversation of like what is your real issue with sherelle right and like what is the like black and joy like what is really the issue that's going on here to the point that like joy doesn't i think she used the word hate like that she yeah so until that conversation is had i think i don't think i think they're just gonna be like cordial in spaces but other than that i don't think they're gonna work it through oh it's gonna be a lot because i do i agree with you that at some point, Black needs to like be able to tell his own side of the story because I think that it's hindering it. 
the fact that Sherelle kind of has to, you yeah. know, be his voice in a way, just because she's like the main one that's really kind of on the show with yeah. the other women all so True. often. So yeah, they really do need to put all these people in a room and just say, maybe maybe reunion time. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe. when it all finally come and out or something. The guys got together at mm-hmm. the axe throwing. They were somewhere yep. that met together and Black said something to Clifton saying like, maybe we should all have a conversation in order like, to have an understanding. So mm-hmm. hopefully that will lead to a conversation with all of them, but, mm-hmm. but they have to be willing to have it. Joy has to be willing to have it if she's open to it. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of things, then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go enjoy your night because I've held you for too long already. <laughs> okay, perfectly fine. Uh, winter this season. I'm one. I'm glad she got you know bumped up to you know in the, I call it in the intro. You know she's in the <laughs> intro. I love that. Um, her story. You know, so far we've seen a lot of well, you know, butting heads with the other women, but <laughs> you know we we've been teased about you know, some dynamic changes coming up this season. So I'm excited to see that. And it's around Christmas time. And I think that's yeah. when a lot of the, the shifts happen. So that'll be good to see. But uh, right now, Winter's been kind of putting a lot of precarious situations on the show. Like she's kind of just, you know, having to be with Sherelle and then almost butt heads with everybody else. Yeah. Uh, are you enjoying like her seeing her handling herself this season? And are you enjoying seeing her, you know, dating this guy that... Yeah. So I figured if winter was going to come, which I'm happy she came back full time, that mm-hmm. she has to do some making up, right? Because mm-hmm. the way season one ended, um, the reunion was just really awkward. Yeah. So I I always said to myself, I'm like, if winter comes back, then she has is like the the relationship has to be mended on both sides with her and Ashley mm-hmm. um, and Quick and arena and jamie in winter because it just ended in not such great place so right. i wasn't quite sure how that was going to work but to me it feels natural like if you have a fallen mm-hmm. out group of people they're not coming back to the scene like everything is all good and dandy like right the interaction that we're seeing with uh winter and ashley and uh, ashley's best friend initially like that was natural it's just like we don't mm-hmm. mess with you so why are you talking to us? So like the back and forth was normal. The same with Arena and Winter. But lately I've been seeing them like following each other on Instagram, commenting under each other's pictures. I was about to say, like, you know how you see those two like comments? Uh, you know, you don't have to click into the comment section, but you, it shows you like two comments right there on Instagram. I will like scroll by like one of Winter's like TikToks that she posts on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I see Ashley in the comments laughing about it. I'm like, what is going on? What did yeah. I miss? Like how many, how many episodes behind am I? Like what, what am I not seeing? I, I don't think we're seeing what happened yet. Because mm-hmm. right now, as of right now, I think they're just like cordial as, as far right. as the episodes that we're watching. But like, so it makes me happy to see that the girls have made up because I generally yes. believe Winter and Ashley can actually be good friends. I know Ashley doesn't like using that word friend loosely, <laughs> but they're like hilarious together. And mm-hmm. they just, so it makes me happy to see like, at least on social media, they're getting along because that means the rest of the season they have made up. Yes. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to see more of Winter's life because I feel like last season we focused on like her marriage. Um mm-hmm. It was happening, her having to defend her marriage in front of everybody. This past episode, we saw her and her daughter, like, in their element. So that was, mm-hmm. like, really nice to see. So I want to see, like, Winter, like, the person, like, the mom, 
agree or like the speaker that she is and it was really also refreshing to see her like falling in love in front of us mm-hmm. like I was like okay because she went live with him not too long ago so I was like they're still together everything's still thriving so oh, really yeah they went live not too long ago or he joined her live so I was just like oh this isn't oh. just reality TV stuff like they're actually yeah so like it was really exciting especially like how last season ended to see her right like, find hopefully love like so mm-hmm. yeah. that's a big uh what is it a big change from sign those papers so there we go <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that uh last subject i kind of want to touch on is uh ashley and quick i a lot of times relate to quick so much with like the way he works and stuff yeah. like that and it's sad because it, it kind of like it feels like looking in the future a little bit almost because mm-hmm. he's doing it to the point where like he's having to go to the hospital and like all this kind of stuff because i when i'm like on my computer sometimes I'm like oh my thumb is really oh. bothering me today and i'm like and i started an episode where he was like you know they mentioned like he had gout earlier like in yeah. a year or something like that i was like okay i've got to I've got to calm down because I'm doing way too much. Yeah. Do you think, because I know, especially now too, you know, Ashley is really getting her chance to Mm -hmm. shine too, but now Quick is doing this show too. So he's really even more in the spotlight than he already was. Where do you, do you see this kind of festering into a bigger issue for them? Because I know she really wants him to kind of slow down, calm down, but he really, he seems like somebody that genuinely enjoys to work. So I don't know how you find a balance between those. I don't know. Like it's hard because when you're passionate about something, you find if your passion and your career matches, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a career. Like it just feels like something that you're doing and you're getting paid for it. So I admire that Quick has this, has built like a career out of his talents and Mm -hmm. it's worldwide known um but i imagine that it's hard as a family man i think like the stop maybe maybe like his working style that he has supports more like a single person or people Mm -hmm. kids but if like your health is being affected um your wife is telling you like i need you to slow down and take vacation and do more like stuff to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. so it doesn't um get worse and then it just I think it needs to be like a conversation of like what do I need to prioritize because if you continue to have the same conversation over and over again I've been married for five years now um if I'm pointing something out to my husband like hey I'm noticing that you're showing up this way which is affecting you health-wise which is affecting us because now like I have to go to the ER with you I'm worried mm-hmm. conversation with the kids I think a pause needs to be hit, whatever that looks like, a compromising pause of instead of maybe doing like 20 gigs, maybe we'll be 10 for the month. But it's kind of hard, I imagine, for Quick to rewire his mindset of like doing something he loves. Because mm-hmm. to us, self-care is taking care of yourself, taking a pause, right? And mm-hmm. like, maybe self-care for him is doing the work that he's doing. That's all he knows. So True. like so how do you have a conversation with someone who is like loves what they do and they don't mm-hmm. see it as like hindering to everything else that they're so I don't know it'll, it'll be challenging to see because in that and on the show we have seen Ashley like mention it a couple of times and Ashley's also right. thriving by herself like that's what's going to make it a really interesting conversation because I can see at some point like Ashley's calendar starting to like feel up you know she's always already doing like the book tour and all that stuff but I can see like 
photo shoots and like magazine like I can see all this stuff like a yeah. whole new world opening for up sure. for her and I wonder how that dynamic is gonna impact this conversation because it's gonna be like okay you telling me to slow down but you only getting busier too so like well, what do we you know <laughs> well, I think I feel like especially from last season because Ashley mm-hmm. said like this is like Ashley's time like to thrive right yeah. and that's why she wrote the book that she did which is incredible um mm-hmm. I think they were able potentially to function the way they, they did because Ashley calendar maybe wasn't as busy as she is now. So mm-hmm. the, like the balance of their relationship worked out, even though like Ashley pointed out, like I need you to slow down, but now mm-hmm. both of them be super busy. Then the conversation is different. Cause like mm-hmm. if I'm like booked Monday through Sunday and you are too, just like, right <laughs> what are we doing here like how do we compromise to make sure that we're spending quality time that you're taking care of yourself the kids have quality time as well but this is this is why i love love and marriage dc because like mm-hmm. the conversations that we're seeing are like realistic yes relatable they're to very everyone relatable they're mm-hmm. very relatable so i appreciate the cast really this season opening up as much as that they have um so i'm genuinely enjoying this season same i'm loving it i I haven't like disliked an episode yet it's been really kind of firing on all cylinders i've been loving it from the you know the the relatable dramatic aspects of it i've been loving the uh you know meeting the new cast member because i feel like the casting is perfect this season everything everything's just all good and it makes me more excited for you know to get my my precious precious bell collective back too at some point because i'm just optimistic you know carlos does a great job of like (laughs) <laughs> putting out a show figuring out where they need to tweak it and then when they come back it's like it a broke. whole new thing yes yeah, a whole new thing mm-hmm. that's so true he definitely got our saturdays booked so yes <laughs> exactly man because he had me about to go back i'm like do i need to watch you know joy and clifton on her do i need to go back and watch that ready to love season because i didn't see that one so i didn't he I got me... watch it either so this is my first time right. you know them on the show so i have right been- yeah, I didn't watch Love uh, Ready to Love, so I'm such a, a completist that like I feel like I'm missing something by not watching it because I'm like, okay, I don't I, I feel like I'm behind us. So, like I didn't do my homework assignment and I got an exam, but it's okay. I'll I might go back and watch one. I'll figure out what season they were on and then go check it out. Yeah, but I think soon. we get we're seeing them at, at a different chapter. Like ready to love. Yeah. Like, meeting each other, competing with other couples to kind of like mm-hmm. find the one, right? Like I what I appreciate about joy and clifton on the show is like you could i generally believe they're in love like you can feel it mm-hmm. and i understood what joy was saying like as far as like the wedding thing she was like you know we we met on tv we got engaged on tv like i just want to have time where um it's like our thing so we're not doing this whole tv thing i was like i i get it I get it <laughs> but like they make such a, like a wonderful couple um yeah i didn't watch liberty to love but i'm getting to know them on this show so I don't think I could do any more TV. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's almost as tiring as work sometimes. You're like, oh Lord, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch that. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs> and you're like, you're following their emotions on these shows. So you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, a lot. Last question, then I'm gonna let you go. Are they married? Do you think? <laughs> it was a cliffhanger, right? Like at the last. Right. Ooh. Because... Let's take predictions. What do you think? Because why would Ashley say yes? right <laughs> that's not something you make up right right because mm. when Ashley said it 
to Joy, Joy kind of looked at her like this, like, why would you say it? Right. So I just so like it was the cat was being let out of the bag almost. Yeah, because I don't think Ashley would make that up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes too. Ooh. Yeah, because I'm I'm like, why would Ashley make that up? Like, what would like? I don't I don't find Ashley to just make up stuff. So right. Here we go. Well, we'll, we'll see y'all. Out. I know. <laughs> Here we go. Y'all watch the new episode so we can all find out if she's married or not. Because I get it. You might just want to, you know, have a good ceremony. So go on down to the courthouse. I, I feel you on that. So, well, well, why would that be secret, though? I guess that's the part. I'm right. Because I don't I'm like, y'all, we saw you fall in love. Like, I'm okay. You know, like, don't do it for me. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's something they didn't want to, you know, kind of get done, but then take the time to do a big ceremony. I don't know. Yeah, because I'm trying like, to rationalize something. I have like, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, what's the big deal? But yeah. I, I guess we'll find out Saturday. And there we go. Lula, thank you so much for coming here. I really appreciate you being here and talking to me. I don't want you to be a stranger. You can come back and talk any Carlos King show you want. Yes, with me. all the Carlos King shows for sure. But we can also talk yes. about Big Brother when Big Brother comes back. Yes, I'm going to remember that too because you know I talk about it when the season's airing. Yes. So. Because I don't really have that many people that watch Big Brother, so I would love to have, especially last season. Last season was intense. Right. Oh my god, it was so. I'm so glad Taylor won. That was my Woo. my Taylor won. There we go. Yeah, they put her through, you know what? But like again, yeah. So bring me back to talk about Big Brother, or we can talk about That's... Love Marriage Huntsville when it comes back as well. That would be fun. There we go. Tell them uh, everyone where they can find you, follow you, support you, everything. So. I, I know I am on Love and Marriage Huntsville Instagram page. So you can follow me on Lula Abera underscore. It's L-U-L-A, another A, B as in boy, E-R-A underscore. I do, I'm passionate about coaching, consulting. My focus is I work directly with Black women and women in the diaspora community. As an immigrant woman, it's important for me to center mm. Black women's stories through coaching. So I do a lot of um, executive coaching. Um, I do team coaching, one-on-one coaching, and I do a lot of consulting around immigrant um, diversity and inclusion. So that's what I'm passionate about. But reality TV is just my outlet. It's just something fun to do. Um, and it's escape from my own busy schedule and reality. So like you can, if you are into the coaching consulting work that I do, uh, you can follow me on Lula Barra underscore. If you just love, love and marriage Huntsville, DC and anything that owns shows, you can follow me on love and marriage Huntsville page. There you go. This has been a great episode. I can't wait for y'all to, you obviously y'all just heard it. So I mean, okay, but if y'all, you know, <laughs> I can't wait for you to come back. We'll talk, we'll talk a couple other things too. You know, it'll be some good chat. Y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's been Lula. And we'll see you. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.